We are the end of a millennium. We are a decade of decadence. We are the 90s. Hello and welcome back to We the 90s, the 90s theme report style podcast. Takes back to all the things that made the 90s okay. I am Thomas. With me, as always, is Lizzie, whose topic it is today. David, who's just going to sit here and throw some awesome quips around. Joe, who you're going to hear one fucking time and then she's never going to say anything else because she has a fear of interrupting people, even though this podcast is all about interrupting people. Joe, get your one word in. Lizzie's poster film. Yes, yes, I did that on purpose. Oh, okay. Give, <laughs> give her a rope. She want to be a cowgirl. <laughs> I was just very confused. Yeah, I can tell this fucking guy coaches. No, I, I, I took that off for a reason. Okay, thanks. So that no one looks at it. Okay. All right. So uh, Lizzie's report today, I got the, the inside scoop. What? It is six pages. That's not, that's not, I was looking at my other ones. I think it's pretty average. Yes. Yeah, so. Yeah. Your your averages. I but mean, I also have like font sixteen so that I can <laughs> read it. That's pretty good. So that's that's an old trick that David used to use, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. You also hit three spaces between the yeah. after period. Three spaces after the period. I double space every word. De- oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, it fucks me up for typing as an adult, but whatever. <laughs> Uh, I'm kidding, I didn't write papers <laughs> That's why this podcast is so shitty Because <laughs> we all did this shit in school Except for Joe, Joe fucking paid attention And Lizzie wrote a whole bunch of notes mm-hmm. Is it a gender thing? Yeah, There's probably no gender, period. Is it a Chromosome thing? An are there XY? still chromosomes? Yes I'm, I'm, I think there are still <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't know, David some I didn't, he didn't pay attention in school. Like you. I just went through and talked about how school was a challenge for <laughs> half of us here. At least I did that math no, not right. Half. I, I wouldn't say school is a challenge. Whatever. We can continue. It's not. <laughs> I'm not on your couch right now. Everybody over here, fucking big dick swinging here about their school <laughs> taking notes and shit. I was in gifted classes. Okay. Oh my god. Turn in your fucking homework, bro. Mm-hmm. You should have been in gifted classes. Nope. He should have been. Yes. Why well, yeah, no, for that? for that, but you could have been. Yes. I feel like oh, yes, because you're a you're a smart ass. <laughs> well, a smart ass, literally sure, smart but and like an a ass. creative thinker. Yeah, I'm too smart for gifted. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what it is. Sure. Damn, that's deep. Yeah. Uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> you know, Lizzie's got a topic. Was so it? Can get more money. That's true. And we fuck. Well, we were free. Well, I was free. No, no, no. Not you pay. Mm-hmm. When they say, "Look how many kids we have in our gifted program," mm-hmm. give us. Money. I don't like okay. being a, a school. Well, I was part of getting even more money because I was accepted because I was Latino. Oh my god! To, so it wasn't even your smarts. Latino no, program. I was also already in gifted. Oh my god! It wasn't I, even based was, off your smarts. I was. <laughs> you were like the affirmative action. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I hit most of the checks. Those don't count. It. it was like, we need Latino. We need someone who's related. Uh, yeah. And it was good. And I learned uh, I something. applied to being gifted. And I, now I know why I didn't get in. Because I'm white. Too white. Right. We got Too enough of you, white. Cracky. Uh, all right. Well, Lizzie's got a topic today. Uh, it's 17 pages long. So we should get going right now so that we can fucking get out of here before work starts tomorrow. So uh, Lizzie... If you're ready, take us away. 
All right. Jesus, already <laughs> off, off the fucking bat. <laughs> Stop yelling. What the microphone do to you? I don't know why I'm so excited because this topic's a sad one. Oh, oh no. Nice. All right, let's hear Worse it. Than the All Jewish right. Had that was not who? Lisa Frank. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the, Jewish chick, the Jewish chick who made all those colorful folders. Yeah. That no was her expressing her sadness. Jesus, oh she's like god. a Robin Williams. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, it is getting sad. All right, let's all remember it's the Lord's Day. So, all right, all right. So, okay, so my past topics have been pretty cheerful colorful mm. lighthearted except for a conservatorship issue I was say <laughs> um, this woman was trapped they put a fucking IUD in her body or something fucking that was only LEDs. Half of, the, of the report uh, but this next one he said LEDs <laughs> oh one, of them, one of those which one's the bomb and which one's the light he's the IUD you said bomb yeah one of them's like a bomb right you hear it in like uh, war movies and stuff. A fucking I- IED, IUD, something no, like that. In- no, I don't think it's IUD. Um, oh, I think it was IED oh, okay. or something Maybe ED, IED. explosive device. Oh, yeah, sure. There's, okay. That good. makes sense. You mean like an EMP? I was thinking that, but don't even go there. Please anyway, continue, anyway, <laughs> so this is, this one's a little uncharacter- uncharacteristic of me. Um, but I am just broadening my horizons. <laughs> um, so this topic, I remember back in the day, I took my thing down so that no one can look at it. Oh, you took the whole thing the down. The whole thing down. Wow. So no one can look at it and figure out what it is. Got it. Um, I remember this topic back in the day, and I really feel like it was the thing that kind of opened my eyes um, to, like, the bad shit that happens in the world. No. So my topic today is the murder of John Benet Ramsey. <gasps> Who's that? Dun, dun, dun. You don't remember that? I've heard the name. I'm, I'm, I'm going to learn a lot. Does here anyone remember I John Benet? Yes and no. I watch a lot Joe, of Joe's crime boss. documentaries. That's the little girl. You don't remember it from the nineties? No. I remember Ilion and the right, other I'm about and to fucking Rice your Kid. Yeah, what's the one? Yeah. There was another one. But I've watched, I know I've watched this one yeah. on Netflix or whatever. Okay, one. okay. Oh, but Rice, yeah. Jerry Rice? Wow. You watched the Jerry Rice documentary? Wow. <laughs> oh my no. God. No, stop talking, both of you. Okay, well, I remember the murder of John Benet Ramsey happening in the 90s. I feel like it was my first um, exposure to kidnappings and and murder um and especially i i feel like i kind of took it um you know i, I paid attention to it because because she was like my age she was looks six like six when right. she was uh found killed in her family's house and it was in 1996 and i was i i just turned seven so um i remember it happening and i i feel like it it kind of was a pivotal moment because I, I kind of related to her, and like I like I said, I feel like it was my first exposure to murder and um, kidnappings and things like that. So that's what my topic is today. Uh, when you go through your topic, did did you ever talk? Did your parents talk to you about it? If you, I remember so... watching it on the news with my parents. Oh, okay. Did they yeah. talk to you about it? Do you they remember? Probably said, Don't no, get they didn't. They they probably <laughs> just that's what I would push it under like the 90s. rug and just figured yeah. that I would deal yeah. with it on my own. Oh, fun. That's oh, okay. like growing up in the 90s, I think. She, no, did you not our dad end up would like say, David? see what happens. 
much different. I feel like I feel like David's parents would have been like, "See, that's what happens when you don't do your fucking homework or something. <laughs> you don't eat vegetables." <laughs> All right, so I'm just gonna dive right in. So John Benet Patricia Ramsey was an American child beauty queen who was killed at the age of six in her family's home in Boulder, Colorado. A long handwritten ransom note was found in the home. Her father, John, found the girl's body in the basement of their house about seven hours after she had been reported missing. Her death was ruled as a homicide. Um, The case generated nationwide public and media interest, making it one of the decade's most famous police investigations. The Boulder police initially suspected that the ransom note had been written by Patsy, her mother, and that the and that the note and the appearance of John Benet's body had been staged by her parents in order to cover up the murder. But that was never confirmed. So to this day, the crime is still unsolved and remains an open investigation with the Boulder Police Department. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Boulder. Um, Boulder, Colorado. Boulder, Colorado. So now we can't move to Colorado. No, no, I can't move to Colorado. A lot of crazy shit happened there. Um, okay, so some backstory. John Benet Ramsey was born on August 6, 1990, in Atlanta, Georgia. So my age, me and your age, a little younger than you guys. <clears throat> ATL, stand up. Um, the younger of two children of Patricia Patsy Ramsey and John Bennett Ramsey. So, as you can tell, they weren't very creative in names because mm. they just named them after her father and her mother. Yep. Um, she had an older brother named Burke, who was nine years old at the time of her murder. Burke? Burke. 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 That's a funny these, name. These are, these are white folk? Well, of course. <laughs> Have you funny, not seen funny. a picture of John Benet? Thomas, you're no, the worst. I, I, I know you. nothing about this. Here, 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 here. There's, oh, there's a, you know, pictures. sometimes when you like, you think of something that's really funny, you're like, maybe I'll save this to the side for when I start my stand-up comedy. I think there's something good there about like white people naming their kids after like shit in the forest or like variations of that, like literally kids Just named forest, forest or <laughs> yeah. Just like forest. Burke, right? Close enough to bark. <laughs> Or birch. Like birch, right? Or Burke, birch, bark. Bird. Uh, fucking hunter, right? Hunter's uh, a Thomas, white name. Focus. Uh-huh. Oh, sorry. Oh. This oh is God, John Benet. John Benet. She's so how old there? She Six? is your typical blue haired, I mean, <laughs> blue eyed, blonde haired, white girl. Yeah, Boulder. I believe they prefer uh, this from Aryan race. <laughs> yes. Um, so, you know, as you can imagine in the 90s, seeing that this happened to. Such a white child um, really, really uh, <laughs> affected people back is then. This, is this a, the South Park episode where Butter's, <laughs> Butter's mom goes crazy and finds out like Butter's dad is going to some weird place to have sex with men and then she tries to kill herself and Butter's but can't do it and so they... I don't you know. Remember if that, that episode? I, I do. Yeah, I do. There's but like I don't three know people that they that meet, <laughs> like three people that come to their defense and are like... Oh yeah, our our kid was kidnapped too. It was kidnapped by oh, some Puerto Rican yeah, guy. Yeah, maybe. Is this part of that? It might have been. Was it a Puerto know. Rican guy? No. Okay. All right. We're gonna so watch that episode after. John Ramsey, her father, was a multimillionaire and the president of Access Graphics, a computer software company. He was previously married and had two children with his ex-wife. Uh, Patsy Ramsey, her mother, uh, was a former beauty pageant winner herself. She was Miss West Virginia of 1977. Yikes. Yeah, in order to win Miss West Virginia, you I know. have all your teeth. Oh, it's not even the real yeah. Virginia. 
Um, so John Bonet was was your typical like pageant uh, little girl pageant queen winner um her mom entered her in various beauty pageants in boulder where she won the titles of america's royal miss little miss charles vo little miss colorado colorado state all-star kids cover girl and national tiny miss beauty so i think that was another thing that really made it um you know so uh, interest not interesting, but really captured America because she was kind of, you know, what she seemed like this perfect little cutesy little girl who won all these pageant awards and you know was pretty and cute and you know people just kind of <laughs> yeah. felt cute little girl who was yeah. pretty and cute. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Charles Vo, Charles Vo, it's a city in Michigan. Oh, okay. Apparently, that's where they lived for a while, so she... In Michigan? In Michigan, Damn, yeah. they got all about, huh? Yeah. They had a... I think they have a vacation home in Michigan. He's a multimillionaire, yeah, so... Yeah, I I think they had a vacation home in Michigan. Vacations in Michigan. Um, <laughs> after the... After everything, after the murder and the investigation and all of that, the family actually moved back to Georgia. Um, Patsy ended up dying of ovarian cancer at the age of 49 in 2006. John is still alive, but reports say that he lost his entire family fortune by trying to hire private investigators. Um, And I believe he's remarried. So what happened? Um, In the early morning hours of December 26, 1996. Okay, so the day after Christmas. Day after Christmas. She was, they, uh, they believe that she was murdered on Christmas because of, they only discovered her on December 26. So they believe she was murdered on Christmas. In the early morning hours of December 26, 1996, John and Patsy Ramsey awoke to find their six-year-old daughter, John Benet Ramsey, missing from her bed at their home in Boulder, Colorado. Patsy and John had woken up early to prepare for a trip that they had uh, when Patsy discovered a ransom note at the bottom of her of the stairs demanding $118,000 for their daughter's safe return. Okay. Very specific yeah. amount. What? Yes, I'll go into I'll go into details about the ransom note. Um, despite the note's warning not to involve police, Patsy immediately called them as well as friends and family in order to aid in the search of John Bonet. Police arrived at 5.55 a.m. and found no signs of forced entry, but they did not search the basement where her body would eventually be found. Before John Bonet's body was even found, there were many investigative mistakes made. Uh, only John Bonet's room was cornered off instead of the entire house, which um, allowed friends and family that they had called to roam the rest of the house um, in search, picking up things and potentially destroying evidence. The Boulder Police Department also shared evidence they found with the Ramses, which apparently they aren't supposed to do, and delayed conducting their informal interviews with parents, and they didn't do them separately. They did them together with the parents. Um, At 1 p.m., the detectives instructed Mr. Ramsey and a family friend to go around the house and see if anything was off or missing. The first place they looked was the basement where they found JonBenet's body. JonBenet's mouth was covered with duct tape. Uh, A nylon cord was found around her wrists and her neck, and her torso was covered by a white blanket. 
John ben- John Ramsey immediately picked up her daughter's body and brought her upstairs, which unfortunately destroyed potential evidence by disturbing the crime scene. Each of the Ramseys provided handwriting, blood, and hair samples to the police. John and Patsy participated in preliminary interviews for more than two hours, and Burke was also interviewed three times within the first weeks of John Bonnet's death. The autopsy revealed that John Bonnet had been killed by strangulation and a skull fracture. The official cause of death was asphyxia by strangulation associated with craniocerebral trauma. So, skull fracture. There was no evidence of conventional rape, although sexual assault could not be ruled out. Although there was no semen found, there was evidence that there had been a vaginal injury. Uh, At the time of the autopsy, the pathologist recorded that it had appeared her vaginal area had been wiped with a cloth and her death was ruled a homicide. Um, A garrote, which is like a type of um, cord that you can like uh, like a makeshift cord um, was made from the length of a nylon cord and a broken handle of a paintbrush and it was tied around John Bonnet's neck and had apparently been used to strangle her. Part of the bristle end of the paintbrush was found in a tube containing Patsy's art supplies, but the bottom third of it was never found despite extensive searching of the house. The autopsy revealed a quote-unquote vegetable or fruit material which may represent pineapple which John, in her stomach, which John Bonet may have eaten before her death. Photographs of the home taken on the day John Bonet's body was found show a, bo- a bowl of pineapple on the kitchen table with a spoon in it. However, neither John or Patsy say they remember putting the bowl on the table or feeding pineapple to John Bonet. Police reported that they did find Burke's fingerprints on the bowl, but that doesn't really mean anything because time cannot be attributed to fingerprints. So he may have touched that like weeks ago and the fingerprints are still on it. Even if you clean it? I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe they didn't clean it. So wait, so, so this is essentially, this happened overnight Yes. In their house. Yes. Mm-hmm. See, that's the big house problem. Well, they go into saying that how it could have, how it could have happened Okay. Um, to make it not because you're like how did how did all this happen with the parents right in the house they kind of i'll detail some information later on that kind of makes it seem like how it could have happened it's part of this big house problem yes big house problem is a real fucking thing that's why that's one thing in the basement so one thing there are two stories above yeah essentially it is probably like (laughs) it's probably a girthy house yeah like there's not and they have a lot of shit so there's a lot of like and there was uh, carpet, which I'll get into yeah, it, but carpet, there was carpet, yeah. so <laughs> carpet always silences things and stuff like that. It does. You should know this, you fucking I'm so psychopath. Thomas didn't become a cop or, an or, or famous or like rich because, <laughs> because he's so dumb. <laughs> I'd be rich living in a fucking one bedroom, one bathroom. And very easily to kill, apparently. <laughs> He's an Indian. No, we got small house <laughs> shit. Oh, Our house creaks, okay, so you can hear if somebody breaks in. In all these places, we, we watched the American Horror Story the other day. Stupid one. American Horror Stories. Have you been watching yeah, yeah. that? The one with Santa Claus, yeah. Danny Trejo? Oh, yeah, that was man. pretty. We my kept guy. thinking that oh, the whole man. time. He can definitely play, play my uh, my future oh, famous stuff. But no. yeah, so I, I was just thinking like when they were in that house, like stupid kids that are drunk or on drugs all the time. Yeah. How are people not killing them always? Yeah. <laughs> 
Like, just <laughs> how is there not just like every other day in the news? It's just. Like, I mean, I'm sure that happens every day. Because. But not on the news. It was like a who's the rapper? There was some rapper. He's not. He didn't have a huge name, but he was killed in some house that he rented from yeah. some uh, other very wealthy people. And it's like, damn, why? If if I was like that, and I knew people were coming at me, would never be in a fucking secluded house in Hollywood Hills. There wasn't a break in. So who gives a fuck how big the house is? It's not oh. like well, well we're gonna get to that. Well, yeah, we're gonna get to that. Yeah, we'll get to it. The killer's inside. Oh my so, god! So that movie? No, there are obviously two popular theories in Ramsey's case: the family theory and the intruder theory. The initial investigation focused heavily on the Ramsey family for many reasons. The police felt that the ransom note was staged at as, as it was unusually long. It was three and it was three pages. Damn. Um, it was written using a pen and paper from the Ramsey's house, like a notepad that they found at the Ramsey's house. Um, and it also had they also found what they believe was like a, a draft letter. They like started to write something and then like tore it up or like crossed it out and then took another piece of paper and wrote the ransom note. Um, and it also it demanded almost the exact amount of money that John had received as a bonus earlier that year. So either that number was just in his head or at, to John's point, he he said that knowing that that was that amount, he thinks it was someone who was close to them. Maybe worked with him, that knew that he had that kind of bonus or something like that. That was where the dad was going. That guy received a $118,000 bonus? Yeah. Fuck you, dude. In 90... In 96. In 96. That's like $7 million now. Yeah. He was a he was the president. Joe? It's not. He's the president? Well, he was the president of the company. <laughs> oh, okay. Additionally, the Ramseys were reluctant to cooperate with police, though they later said this was because they feared the police would not conduct a full investigation and target them as easy suspects. However, all three members of the immediate family were questioned by investigators and submitted handwritten handwriting samples to compare to the ransom note. Uh, both John and Burke were cleared of any suspicion of the writing the note, although much was made that Patsy could not be conclusively cleared by her handwriting sample. This analysis was not further supported by any other evidence. So there were a lot of um, handwriting experts that they hired to investigate, and they do believe that the ransom note was really just odd in its mannerisms. Um, it had a lot of exclamation points. It was three pages long. It um, it had a few, like there. I, I saw uh, an interview with someone who, an, uh, or prof- a professional <laughs> that was, <laughs> that was hired. And um, he did compare a lot of her handwritings. There was one book that they found in their house that kind of, um, related to some of the material that was in the ransom note. The ransom note said that, um, I have a copy of it. It's pretty lengthy. Um, it starts off by Mr. Ramsey. Listen carefully, exclamation point. We are a group of individuals that represent a small foreign faction. We respect your business, but not the country that it serves. At this time, we have your daughter in our possession. She is safe and unharmed. And if you want her to see 1997, you must follow our instructions to the letter. 
you will withdraw $118,000 from your account. $100,000 will be in $100 bills and the remaining $18,000 in $20 bills. Make sure you bring an adequate size attache. I don't know what that is. To the bank. When you get home, you will put the blah, 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 blah. It says, I will call you between 8 and 10 a.m. tomorrow to instruct you on the delivery, which never happened. Um, the delivery will be exhausting, so I advise you to be rested. If you mo- if we monitor you getting the money early, we might call you early to arrange an earlier delivery of the money and hence an earlier pickup. They crossed out delivery pickup of your daughter. And then it goes on to say um, the two gentlemen watching over your daughter do not particularly like you. So I advise you not to provoke them. Speaking to anyone about your situation, such as police, FBI, etc., will result in your daughter being beheaded, which she wasn't. But if you catch talking to a stray dog, she dies. If you alert bank authorities, she dies. If the money is in any way marked or tampered with, she dies. Um, you stand a 99% chance of killing your daughter if you try to arts outsmart us. Follow, follow our instructions and you stand a 100% chance of getting her back. Uh, don't try to grow a brain, John. You are not the only fat cat around, so don't think that killing will be difficult. Don't underestimate us, John. Using this good Southern common sense of yours, it's up to you now, John! Exclamation point. And then they sign it, victory! Exclamation point. S B T C. Nothing that I've seen has said what they believe SBTC to stand for. Um, but so that was kind of a weird ransom note and just unusual um, and not like your typical ransom note. So that was a, a really big thing in question. And that was how many pages? Uh, <laughs> two and a half. How big were they writing? He spaced. He double spaced. So I actually have a <laughs> copy of what it words. really looked like. This is what it really looked like. Was it college rule? No. It wasn't. No. But as you can see, like they you they cross out shit. They there's like a few misspellings. <clears throat> uh, so despite a large pool of suspects, the media the media immediately focused on Jamine's parents, and they spent years under the harsh limelight of the public eye. Um, the general public kind of be- believed that they seemed guilty during televised interviews. Um, In 1999, a Colorado grand jury voted to indict the Ramses on child endangerment and obstruction of a murder investigation. However, the prosecutor felt that the evidence did not meet the beyond a reasonable doubt standard and declined to to prosecute. JonBenet's parents were never officially named as suspects in the murder. Alternatively, the intruder theory had lots of physical evidence to support it. There was a boot print found next to JonBenet's body, which did not belong to anyone in the family. Um, on the night JonBenet was killed, there had been two windows that were left slightly open to allow electrical cords for outside Christmas lights to pass through. There was a broken basement window and one unlocked door. Detectives believed the intruder came in from the broken window, although some criticized this theory because there was an intact cobweb in the basement window. 
Detectives challenged this by asking how long after John Bonet's body was the photo taken because spiders can replicate webs very fast. How fast? That's pretty true. In like an hour or a couple hours. That's true. It's it's good. Uh, Thank you for the the animal insight over here. We're always looking for ways to get Joe involved. (laughs) And uh, animal stuff is it. Additionally, there was DNA found um, from drops of blood from an unknown male found in her underwear and underneath her fingernails. The floors in the Ramsey's home were heavily carpeted, making it plausible for an intruder to have carried John John Bonet's body downstairs without waking the family. And she also had two marks on her face, which detectives believe was a stun gun that the family never owned. One of the most famous suspects was a man named John Carr. He was arrested in 2006 when he falsely confessed to killing John Bonet by accident after he had drugged and sexually assaulted her. Carr was eventually dismissed as a suspect after it was revealed that there were no drugs in John Bonet's system. Um, and his DNA did not match the samples that they found. Accidentally. Accidentally killed her. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, Much of the recent investigation in the case revolves around the DNA profiles developed from the sample they found. Um, The profile from her underwear was entered into uh, the National DNA Database in 2003, but no matches have been identified. Um, In 2006, Boulder District Attorney Mary Lacey took over the case. She agreed with the federal prosecutor that the intruder theory was more plausible than the Ramseys killing their daughter. Under Lacey's lead, investigators developed a DNA profile from the DNA that they found. In 2008, Lacey released a statement detailing the DNA evidence and fully exonerated the Ramsey family. The police chief at the time disagreed with this, stating exonerating anyone based on a small piece of evidence that has not yet been proved to even be connected to the crime is absurd. In 2010, the case was officially reopened with renewed focus on the DNA samples. Further testing has been conducted on the samples, and experts now believe that the sample is actually from two individuals rather than one, which does kind of um, uh, coincide with the the ransom note because it says that two individuals have have your daughter. Mm -hmm. So that, that does kind of make sense. In 2016, uh, CBS aired uh, aired a program called "The Case of John Benet Ramsey," which implied her then nine year old brother Burke was was the killer, despite the fact that he was cleared by the DNA evidence. Burke actually filed a 750 million dollar lawsuit against CBS for defamation, and the case was settled in 2019. For how much? Well, it, it the settled. suit was for 750 million, but. It doesn't say what they actually settled for. Damn. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Singular was the author of a book called Presumed Guilty, an Investigation into the John Benet Ramsey Case. Um, it refers to consultations with cyber crime specialists who believe that John Benet, due to her beauty pageant experience, could have attracted the attention of child pornographers and pedophiles. Uh, it was determined that there had been more than 100 burglaries in the Ramsey's neighborhood in the months before John Benet's murder, and there were 38 registered sex offenders living within a two-mile radius of the home. 
Countless books, documentaries, and true crime shows have featured their own theories about JonBenet's murder. Outside of the Ramsey family, the media has also reported on other others deemed suspicious, from the convicted child sex offender, Gary Olivia, to the housekeeper, to the electrician, and to even the town Santa Claus. However, none of these people have been charged. The town Santa. <clears throat> And we just Billy McReynolds. Bill McReynolds is the town Santa. Bill McReynolds. Bill McReynolds. That sounds like him. A new documentary on Discovery Plus has audio tapes from um, a pretty famous detective that was on the case, Lou Smith. Uh, Lou Smith actually <laughs> came back, was retired, and came out of retirement to help with this case. Which James Bond movie was Lou Smith in? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, he, 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 and even after you know they exonerated the family and they haven't been able to find anything, Lou Smith kind of dedicated. His his life to this case until up until he died in 2010. Um, so there's audio tapes with interviews with him, and actually there's interviews with John Ramsey, the father, and John Bonet's half brother, John Andrew Ramsey. <laughs> John's uh, an article describing the documentary details that John says himself, him and his wife were uh, crucified by the police. And, quote, the police drew a conclusion immediately that day. The next day and then, the next day and then, tried to find the evidence to prove it. And the evidence they were finding was, unfortunately for them, contradictory to their conclusion, he says. But then they never admitted that and struggled with that for years and spent millions of taxpayers' dollars trying to prove otherwise. He doesn't fault the police for their lack of experience in homicide, but faults them for not accepting help from others such as the FBI and people like Lou Smith. There, that's where big eagle egos get in the way of what should be done right, he says. John hopes the documentary will keep the case alive. He quotes, We're hoping somebody will come forward with some information that will be helpful. With the what the what the police did to our family is a massive miscarriage of justice, and it needs to be documented. It's history. It's the unfortunate truth. It shouldn't happen again. It shouldn't happen to another family. The doc uh, the doc ends with hopes that new DNA technologies will help solve the case once and for all, giving Rams the Ramsey family some closure. Um, John Andrew, the half brother says he's spoken to labs and scientists who are familiar with the case and all are willing to help. But right now, the case resides with the Boulder Police Department and they aren't listening. So they hope they hope to apply some pressure to get them to listen to some experts so that this can be resolved. He's quoted to saying, it's going to take hard work. It's going to take passion. If you don't have the heart, it doesn't get solved. And the reality is the Boulder Police don't have the heart. Yeah, that, that makes me think like... Uh if if the defund the police movement makes it to Boulder, they should be like, yeah, that's fine. Like, what the fuck are they doing there anyways? Every you know? police department has something like this. Some case, some well, something. Well, yeah, definitely. But it's usually fucked. it's like it's fucked. gross, uh, what do they call that? Negligence. Thing? Like, gross negligence. Yeah, gross negligence no. as opposed. Well, I guess that can work in this situation as well, right? Negligence would be yeah, fucking it could up work. Mm-hmm. like yeah. this way. Yeah. 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 From the beginning. Yeah. Okay, so... These aren't like the people that pull you over and give you tickets. These are this is the, detectives yes. and police chiefs. Yes. Defund the detectives. Hire yes. people. 
Tifa and, and, oh, um, yeah, it seems like like for start. I don't know. I could probably dive in further to this investigation, but like, when was the last time they saw her? John Benet. Yeah. The day on Christmas, they said that they came home from a um, family friend party for Christmas. Uh-huh. They came home and they all went to bed. Okay, so it was obviously you pr- probably provide a time like nine, ten o'clock at night. Yeah, they. Like fi- I I don't know the time that they got home, but then they uh, the nine one one call came. Well, the police came around six a.m. So the nine one one call was earlier before that. I'm sure in a few minutes. Yeah, I think it said that the cops came in like three minutes. Yeah. Two cops. Okay, so then the next question is the bowl of what you said it was pineapple? Pineapple, yeah. Okay, so either she got up in the middle of the night or whenever and went to go eat some pineapple. Get a snack, yeah. Or, and then that's where they kidnapped her. Yeah. Or they kidnapped her from her bedroom. So, again, I would have looked at was there any sign of physical distress in her bedroom? There was no sign of forced entry, but I don't, it doesn't, it specifies forced entry in the house, not. Well, what did her bed, like, did her bed look like, you know. Oh, like it was disheveled or something? Well, there's a difference between getting out of bed to go get something and, and getting, getting pulled. pulled out of bed. Yeah, yeah. I, so, don't, I don't know. Nothing that I saw says, mentioned to that. Yeah, just that. Where was her body in relevance to the window in the basement? Mm. You know, because she died of asphyxiation, which means she was strangled, but she also had a cranial fracture. Yeah. So, they believe that the cranial fracture... They So the people who kind of suspect that it was Patsy believe, have this kind of um, situation in their head where they think it was a, a bedwetting episode that gone that got wrong they think that john benet maybe had an accident in her bed i don't know why they think an accident in her bed i don't nothing that i read said that there was pee or anything like in her bed um and that she woke her mom up and mom got angry about it even though there's no reports that mom Mm -hmm. has an anger issue or anything and hit her and then she passed out and patsy thinking she's dead um, took her downstairs and then she didn't die. So then she strangled her to just get it over with because she because they thought, okay, either I kill her and actually kill her, or I have to call the cops and explain why I hit her. Um. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's a stretch. How a six year old will wake up and then have to get suffocated after a, a cranial fracture. Um, I was thinking the cranial fracture, like, did it, they should be able to test this. Did that type of injury occur before or after the death? Because you'll see signs of healing. Yeah, I don't know. Nothing I read in articles mention. None of it's within 30 what minutes. It was. I could try and find. Well, well, rule it out. Yeah, well, like. If there are no signs of healing, then you know, okay, either could have occurred 30 minutes through the death or after. If there are signs of healing, then clearly she was asphyxiated an hour after she received this fracture. So, again, I I don't know. If she wasn't drugged, because they did a toxicology report. Mm -hmm. So, if she wasn't drugged, then they didn't use a substance like ammonia to, like, render her unconscious. Right. So... Again, I, but they did think they did. She did have the two marks, so they think she was like stunned by a stun gun. Will that make you pass out, or that'll just stun you? 
Depends. She's six, dude. But then, like, <laughs> instead of drugging her, they just stunned her and then were able to, you know, do whatever they wanted. I don't know. That sounds very weird. Two grown-ass men needing a stun gun to hold down a six-year-old. Yeah. Pretty sure that's why it's unsolved. <laughs> well. It's all weird. But if you stun someone, like, can you not scream? If you're being... It depends. Mm, like you yeah. said, if it's a grown maybe they adult. did that just so she doesn't scream... I mean, maybe it's not for her. They were going inside this house, maybe. Yeah, they thought they were going to use on the parents. Just anyone else. Yeah, they just stunned the fuck out of people. I did read something in another article that a neighbor says that they heard screaming from the basement. um, But and the way that the vent is that it it could be it. It was plausible that the parents didn't hear it because there was just no ventilation up there to get to the parents up in the third up on like the third story. But there is a vent f- like facing that neighbor's house, and it, that yeah. that voice could have trailed to towards the neighbor's house. Big house problem. <clears throat> I say this again and again. I, it kind of makes sense to me, right? If if they were if she was stunned, I, I mean I don't know how stun guns work. Never been stunned or, or <laughs> anything like thing. that. If you're holding somebody and then you stun that person, can you get shocked? Yes, because if you can. So, because then it would make sense, like, yeah. they stun this girl. For the same reason you're not supposed to touch somebody yeah. when you use a defibrillator. Yeah. Oh. He doesn't I don't know, know what that is. I don't. I've never been, I've never been trained. <laughs> but, but, Wait, so, yes, so this would have. make sense. You coach, so you are CPR certified. Yeah, but not, like, actually hands-on with the thing. I go, I go and do a, uh, okay, online man. course. Do <laughs> <laughs> you see what's wrong with America? <laughs> Yeah, what's wrong with America? Oh no, shit! I thought it was John Bonet. No, that's John also Aaron what's wrong. John the whole thing the is gifted John programs Cena. are what's wrong with America. The gifted programs are giving, <laughs> giving little brown boys a chance. Okay. <laughs> uh, so just let me say this: so you stun a bitch in the face, and you stun her in the face, right? <laughs> Your body seizes up. Yeah. That's what a stun gun does, and then the fall. Yeah. I mean, you can't break your fall. fall so that makes even if yes. she's a tiny little person, she's got a fragile little head. So those two make sense to me. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Again, it really would depend on where she was. Because if she was in bed yeah, and definitely. you stun her, no, you're not fucking falling yeah. out of bed. And that doesn't make sense. So it's interesting to think now and like just what technology was back then. Not technology, but like, you know, uh, detective technology. Right? You watch some shit like Dexter. And they can tell you every fucking thing that happened. And I imagine that's somewhat based on real shit, right? There are blood... What do you call them? Blood, blood detective, splatter blood splatter analysis. analysis. Yeah, blood splatter analysis. People, right? So I'm yes. sure that's a real thing, and you can tell so much by it. But like, yeah, of course. Yeah, you can't like tell just based on like what you said, right? So was the room? Why wasn't that a big thing? Seeing some some form of like, uh, well, this is fighting back, or like where was the yeah thing on her head? Does it make sense that like based on being stunned in the face? She would fall a certain way. I don't know. It just seems like there's a lot of missing shit. I get my investigations through people like Dexter, but more importantly, like, you ever seen Red Dragon? I thought you were going to say Batman comics. (laughs) Sure. But, like, okay, Red Dragon. You remember that movie? Uh God damn it. Well, so you first and foremost should put your mind into, hey, I am a grown man, whether I have somebody or not. I'm trying to abduct a six-year-old. What would I do? And kind of go based on that. So that's what I that's what I was looking for. Like I would try to get her in her bed and I wouldn't use a fucking stun gun. I would put some ammonia in a cloth and hold her over her mouth until she passes yeah. out and I can just carry her 
six-year-old body very easily yeah. to wherever I wanted. And there wouldn't be any signs of anything. No. But you said the toxicology came back negative, so mm -hmm. that doesn't work. So they didn't do that. That, to me, is the most effective way. Yeah. This is why the police force is under whatever <laughs> scrutiny, because they fucked up everything. Defund the detectives. <laughs> and the police. All right, Lizzie, do you have more? No, yeah. that's that's it. I have another question. See, I, I reflect back to my childhood. So I was living in Davie, so it must have been 98, 90, yeah, 98, 99, somewhere around that time. My middle class household had ADT security in our house. Motherfucker, you received a $118,000 bonus. Yeah. You couldn't get fucking cameras in your shit. Yeah, that was a bonus, meaning he had a shit ton of money before that. And he's he a He was a multi-millionaire. But wasn't he in technologies? Computer software, yes. Yeah, yeah if you're not fucking uh, if you're Scarface living, if out you're there with the cameras life everywhere. That on Christmas <laughs> Day, you left your kid at home, probably not alone. No, I think they all, they all went to that yeah. party. Oh, they all went? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, regardless, cameras, bro. Yeah, get what cameras. The fuck? Or just it doesn't yeah. have to be cameras. But then, but then also system, yes. Then also, at that time, that's what it was, bro. You got, you got, you got a big house like that. You got any house? Like, check your shit. I check all my doors. Oh I mean, that's God. probably fucking good. Rudy. Learn Rudy, from Rudy. That's Rudy. <laughs> yeah, but I check even if like Happy we birthday. don't. We haven't gone outside in like three days, right? Let alone going outside in the backyard. Every night before I go upstairs, I still check the he fucking does. back door just triple to double. see triple. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the Rudy triple double. Yeah, yeah fucking triple double. <laughs> Everything out there. I feel just like to that's make sure. the order I should be getting from Burger yeah. King. Just to make sure. No, the Rudy triple double, please. No, there's there's a Russell Westbrook triple double and a, yeah. and, a fucking, <laughs> and a Rudy Padre triple double. Yeah, so triple double all your shit, man. A uh, uh, open door, I guess, just straight up open door, unlocked, unlocked, unlocked door, door. <laughs> unlocked is open to me. Like my, oh, my like parents, your like my your dad say, saying the yeah. door is wide open. The door is wide open and it's unlocked. That's wide the fuck open. Okay, oh it is God. wide open. Uh, hey, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, and and then sure the the Christmas lights running through. What? I also wonder what life was like in Boulder, Colorado exactly, in, the in the 90s. They said that there was hundreds of robberies or yeah, break-ins yeah. in the months leading up to it. True. You're right. That's like that's like here, right? <laughs> I always see shit on, on fucking, what's the what's Neighborhood the app? app. Sure, the neighborhood, yeah. the one that's the linked. Ring. The yeah. Ring app. Like, oh, yeah. People Lauder, Hill, just... Lauder Hill. Lauder Hill. Lauder <laughs> Hill. <laughs> Every time I walk into this house, I like lock the door behind me. <laughs> He does. So, yeah, he Lauder really Hill ain't fucking getting me. me all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so you know about things. I'm sure that guy reads the paper. He's a rich white guy. Uh, John, how are these uh, Johns spelled? Uh, well, the father and the half brother is J O H N. Okay. And John Benet is J O N B E N E T. John Benet. Yeah, but John Benet is one name. John Benet is one name. Is that like is that is that a white thing? Yes. Okay. <laughs> what? I don't know. I'm trying, yeah, to, I'm trying to connect no, the dots and, and solve Having this two names as a first name? Yeah, I keep thinking like John, like what's their, you know, lineage? Is it French? Like is it the French Jean? Like well, Jean dad's middle Jean? dad's name is John Bennett Ramsey. No. Okay. So they just changed the Bennett to Benet. But J-O-H-N is pretty, pretty white. All right. Um... 
you talked about some of the suspects. I didn't hear or don't remember the names, but several people confessed to that murder. Um, I don't know if you brought oh, that I've up. Only, I only read of one that falsely confessed. Which, what was that name Mark that you said? Um, Mark. It wasn't the no, teacher, was Carr. it? K-A-R. Oh, it might have been oh. the teacher, yeah. Yeah, he was a teacher. Okay. She was the one. And then later on, there was... John Carr. John. Yeah. A pedophile named Olivia something. Yeah. Uh, Gary Gar- Olivia. Gar- yeah, yeah, that one. That was a suspect, yeah. Yeah. And he later confessed... He was a known pedophile. And then later confessed that he killed a little... He killed her specifically to uh, a friend or something. Um, but they never proved that either. Yeah. And he said it was an accident. And he said he dropped her and she hit her head and was bleeding. And that's... Hmm. Nothing I read said that he confessed, but that he was a top suspect. Oh, yeah. No, I had read that he confessed it to somebody. I don't know if it was a friend or somebody, but but they never followed up on it. That was, um, isn't that how the, the, uh, trial, no, not the trial, what's the other one that was in, in Central Park and they blamed all the black and brown kids? Central Park Five. Central Park Five. Wasn't that how that eventually got resolved was somebody admitted yeah yeah i think so. it's, that's fucking crazy i just like someone was just it like comes down to that at some is. point yeah. yeah no one else can figure it out so i'm just yeah. gonna tell you you're just yeah waiting for this person to commit another crime get caught have absolutely no shot of ever getting out and then just being like well may as well let my name get bigger so let me add i always wonder like as i was doing this i was wondering so okay so the mom passed clearly nothing I, I was thinking all right well she did it i feel like she would say something like on, on her deathbed, deathbed. Nah. and the dad is still alive so i'm wondering like is he holding the i mean if anyone's gonna go with this family theory if he's gonna say something like on his deathbed deathbed like when did the mom die? no the mom died so. in oh six or something oh six yes of ovarian cancer yeah how old were the brothers the older half brothers, yeah, they're like way older. They're like adults. No, now and then. Wait, I mean, at the time of her death. Oh, um, well, at, the half brothers were still older. Her real brother, her real brother, her full blood like brother, was nine older. years old yeah. when she died. Mm-hmm. So I and nine, there's probably like thirty three now. If I, if she was six, and there was no malice between the other, the two half brothers. Not that I've seen. So why do you think the brother did it? No, I'm just trying to trying to question. find different people and you know find motives. But here's my shot in the dark, right? <clears throat> this guy, you write an email, okay? You don't want to, you know, sound like you're you're a dick or anything. What do you do? That's weird. every email that I write never sounds like me when you sort of read it out loud because. In, in emails and stuff, you put a lot of exclamation marks. Right? Oh, yeah. This guy's in tech. This guy probably writes a lot of emails in his job, probably puts a lot of exclamation marks. Maybe it's sort of subconscious. And you said there was a lot of exclamation marks in his letter. So subconsciously, he was giving himself up because he's writing a lot of exclamation marks. Well, and this was- is at a time before you know technology became big. He was cleared of the handwriting. It was the mom who hasn't officially been cleared. Damn, they still haven't cleared her? How the fuck do you, how do you not clear somebody after all these years? Because it's inconclusive. Because if you have certain letters that are similar and there's one or two letters off, you can't conclude one Is way or another. Is it both of them? I mean, it could so have been. So the, the theory that says that the mom killed her mm-hmm. is... Th- it's, 
says that she killed her and then tried to cover it up that night and then wrote the ransom note without telling the dad. And then she found it, woke everyone up, and then something tipped the dad off and realized this is my fucking wife and he had a decision to be like am i gonna let am i gonna like go with it or am i gonna like call her out on it um and then they think that he just went with it and so then so then he became like an an accessory i don't know what that what that term is but so they think that it was really the mom and then the dad found out later it's not like the mom knocked on the door and woke him up and was like hey i just killed my child help me Mm -hmm. um she did it all by herself and then the dad figured it out while like the investigation was open and just kind of kept his mouth shut yep i mean if you if you clearly can't you know there's so many things that are up in the air how do you really eliminate any possibility how do you not know that it was wasn't the dad that's why that's why the um the district attorney when the person exonerated the family the district attorney disagreed and said there's so little evidence like concrete evidence how can you exonerate the family completely yeah yeah yep which is why it will be unsolved forever i don't think anyone will confess well okay so they were waking up early the next morning to go on a trip, on a trip yes. where were you going michigan to their vacation home i think okay and you were flying there or you driving probably flying because they're in Colorado and they're rich where were your (laughs) do you have your plane tickets oh I don't know you know like I would assume so like did you have an alibi prepared or was it just good timing when did you buy your plane tickets what time is your flight so you plan to wake up at this time did like your nine-year-old son were you gonna go and physically wake him up or was he gonna set an alarm and hey make sure you wake up and you're packed by this time type shit like what was the plan at 10 o'clock when you guys all got home and went to sleep to get ready for the next day? What was the plan for the next morning? Like, you should have known that stuff, whether or not she was went missing or not. So you should be able to answer those questions. Mm-hmm. And, again, I, I don't know. It just seems very easy to investigate these people and find out whether they're hiding something or not. Not whether they're guilty of it, but whether they're hiding something. You should be a detective. (laughs) I'm a better criminal. Yeah. They fucked up the whole crime scene. You can't you can't use any of that. Like none of that can ever be used in court. Nothing. Nothing in the house. That's my that's the whole point of the whole thing with fucking cops fucking up everything in every fucking I understand situation. What I just asked for them to be able to provide has nothing to do with the house. Oh, sure, but assuming they had all that, that's it. That's over with. They don't even need to report that. You're not gonna find that online. Like, okay, yeah, somebody in 98 or 90, whatever. They're going to have what online? Like, they're not going to be talking about it in the documentary 15 years later, 20 years later. Well, you can ask, hey, what airline were you using? That's what I'm saying is if they did that in 90, whatever, it ain't going to come up again. It's going to be like, oh, yeah, that all checked out. Okay, done. I'm sure it got asked. That's not important. It's irrelevant to this. So, Joe, I I do see an article on the Rolling Stone Uh um, in January of 2019 that... The um, that there was a convicted pedophile, the Gary, the Gary guy, yeah, Oliva, Oliva, um, he in twenty, I don't know when this happened, but it says that he allegedly confessed to accidentally killing John Benet in Mm -hmm. a series of letters sent to a former high school student Mm -hmm. uh, classmate, um, 
He says he's a convicted pedophile currently serving a 10-year sentence in Colorado for possession of child pornography, but is Mm. up for parole in 2020. I don't know what happened Mm. in 2020. Um, And the letters did say that he confessed to it, but the... It wasn't proven. uh, The police investigators lost interest because the new DNA testing methods failed to match his DNA. okay. So that makes sense. But it does say, but the department has since acknowledged that the crime scene was mishandled. So, yeah. Um, what I was also going to say that you, Thomas said earlier was, you know how many people go in and start confessing to things they didn't do just for that fame oh, yeah. too. So like you, you, it's so impossible. I said, I don't think they'll ever figure this one out. I don't think anyone's going to admit that's telling the truth. Yeah. You just gotta wait. And like, like you said, you know, people, as they get closer to death, yeah, you know, I don't think so. Like, I don't there. even think that he would say anything. Yeah, you got you got to like hope. You got to hope that that person is like a finds or what do you call Catholic that? Jesus at right. the end. No, of their I don't life. even think not that. even like Christian Jesus. No, like I don't Catholic even think Jesus. that. I think you would have to hope that they go into fucking what's that shit? Not senile. What's the actual word? Dementia. Yeah, get like some kind of dementia no. or something, and they start reliving these moments. But then you still can't use that as solid proof. And they have dementia, so exactly. is he in a, a is it good real? state of mind? No, exactly. Right, yeah. But that's what I mean. You're never going to know. This is one of those cases thing, you'll never know. Yeah. Another thing exactly. you said, which which makes... I've seen it in movies and shows, and it's like framed as like a smart thing to do if you are the killer, is like, let's say I kill you know somebody, and then I... I panic and like i try to hide the the murder weapon or something that's like would tip somebody off and then if it seems like the police are onto it if they're like all right let's search oh we we didn't actually search this place in this room let's look and you as like a person who should be standing back you know so you're just like oh let what about this detective and then you you go and you grab the actual weapon that you know you murdered people and be like detective and hold it and give it to them just so that you can put your fingers on it in a way that's inconclusive because because right. then you've yes. already handled it right. yeah. because now yeah. you've handled it in a way that's what that they isn't. said about the ransom note they didn't find any fingerprints except for mom's but she picked it up and read it right and the police because mm-hmm. they handled yep, it yep. but there are yep. no other fingerprints on the ransom note yeah. yep your argument I mean, if again, if I'm the detective, it's like even the people that live in the house put on these gloves. Yeah. Like, don't touch shit. Yeah, um, that's what you're fact, supposed to do. Sit the fuck down in this room no, right here. exactly. And don't move. But that never yeah. happens. It's, it's crazy. Thomas, I think we should all give a theory. <laughs> we should all what? Give our theory. Okay. And then sign off. Oh. Oh, okay. That like sounds a, good. a fun... I don't so know if we I'll should start. Oh, I was going to say, I don't know if we should start or end with Lizzie, but okay. <laughs> or I'll go last. I don't care. Oh, you can start. Um, so my theory is, I think if if you had asked me before I did this research, I probably would have said the parents only because of probably the way that the media portrayed it. And that's the only information that I had at the time. Um, and people just kind of thinking it was the parents. But I don't know. I Seeing all that, like, the, like, DNA is hard to to um, uh, to disprove. So I, the fact that like no, I don't know. I I don't think it was the parents. I probably and maybe just because I just pray that it wasn't the parents, and I'm just trying to convince myself that it was an intruder and a bad person. Um, and in my heart, I hope that the parents didn't do this. But I. 
I don't know. I feel like the... Do I feel like there probably could be a better conclusive decision if the police hadn't fucked everything up? Absolutely. But because they did, it kind of makes me believe that maybe it was an intruder because it seems like the only evidence, they, the only concrete evidence they do have points to an intruder better than it does the parents. So I think I'm going to change my stance on it and think and say that it was an intruder. Although... I don't think, you know, we'll never know. So it's, you know, I I at least acknowledge that I don't think we'll ever figure it out. And I don't think, you know, anyone can say confidently who it was. Next. You can go. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to think of something. I honestly have no, I'm terrible at all. I I once... (laughs) Did a uh, escape room? Oh <laughs> my gosh! <laughs> and <laughs> and rather than finding clues, Thomas, I have you searched. ever been yeah. on jury duty? No, I, I hope well, to God you never I been. I right? dismissed early, and then I avoided jury duty in Miami Dade County for like three months until we finally moved. Oh so, my god! <laughs> I remember that. Please don't um. come get me. Um, yeah, I I'm not good at these things. Uh, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Uh, the Santa Claus. <laughs> Mall Santa. Okay. That's what I'm going to go with because I just saw Danny Trejo murder three YouTubers. Okay. Do you want to go last? Um, sure. It's kind of hard with such a botched investigation because all I can focus on are some of the things I would have done differently. Like I would have ran with the ransom note and what I felt my job would have been is to just take every possibility and just rule them out. So, all right, is there a conglomerate out there that you may have upset professionally that now wants personal revenge on you? Like, that should be somewhat easy to figure out. Like, interview, you know, get a subpoena, interview people that that work at that place. I would think they did that. I mean, nothing I read says that they did that, but who's to say they didn't? Okay. Did you- Every single person that works there, what do these initials mean to you? Like that's what, yeah. What the fuck? What are we doing here? Because yeah, this, nothing I read said anything about that. Name like is this another company? Like what the fuck is going on? So, what's the motivation with with every accusation? Right, like you said, like the mom, and then the only motivation that could quite possibly have been is just a short temper for wetting the bed. <laughs> okay, like that seems to be an easy fixed to go find like what were the condition of the sheets check the washer and dryer like if you guys are leaving on a trip why the fuck are you doing laundry at six in the morning mm-hmm. like that you know that type of shit again the, the condition of the bed which we already talked about but like if, if i'm leaving hard. i'm usually doing laundry right before i leave because <laughs> yeah. i pack forget your to shit. do it to pack i my did shit, look yeah. up i did just google sbtc oh my God, I just yeah. did and the, the first thing. thing that came up was southern okay, baptist at of the texas convention convention <laughs> I did then, this at the beginning of this fucking thing, Thomas. One, you're of, so one of them says, uh, <laughs> I mean, not the Southern Texas thing, uh, saved by the cross. Yeah, there's a lot of church related things. Of, like, church, yes, yeah. and they were church going people. Also, small business technology council. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Maybe someone was really again? mad that his company was like a monopoly company. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah, yep. but then they go after him personally. <laughs> He's yeah. the president. I mean, I guess, but then. 
I mean, if he, that is your motive that hurt him, how are you hurting him by killing a six-year-old? Because it was his well, six-year-old his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you probably hurt yeah. a, a parent for his life lo- by killing his child than more you than actually killing him. Killing him. Yeah. Oh, I mean, also it did work out. I don't know if they meant it to be in this way. If it was an intruder, but he's broke now, isn't he? He's lost yeah, he's all of broke. his wealth yeah. because of trying to find this killing. I'm sure he's not broke, broke. Uh, yeah, he's he's white. He says that he lost know. his family fortune. Yeah. So. I'm sure he's all right. I'm he's, sure he's fine. He's still getting yeah, a good apparently check. his other son. I don't think he's living on the streets now. A couple of million dollars richer from a, a settlement lawsuit as well. So I'm sure they're okay. Where was the the nine year old, the other son? Where is his bedroom relevance to her bedroom? Are they close to each other? Would you have been able to hear her scream or a struggle? Like I understand maybe if you don't want. The parents' bedroom and her bedroom close to each other. But you should maybe want their two bedrooms close to each other. So that's a good question to ask. And then, uh, you know, again, it's pinpoint the location. Like, was it in the bedroom or was it in the kitchen? So I, I'm going to go with the intruder thing. I don't think it was them. Um, and if it was them, there's what doesn't make sense in my mind is how this particular individual the man is so successful and so rich yet so stupid at handling a situation like this if it was them i feel i could have handled it a lot better if i wanted to cover up something like that so i don't think it was them i definitely think it was an outside intruder i probably would have gone the same route as david and look more into that letter um the initials definitely have to (laughs) be something um there's also a lot of things around victory in boulder i mean there's a sports team named victory there's a some other thing another church i think named victory i feel like a lot of it it's funny that you say that sorry to cut you Mm -hmm. off but one of the handwriting professionals um in an interview said that the um he noted similarities to the kidnap drama movie Ransom mm-hmm. yeah. in the note, which had been playing in Boulder at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, in that particular movie, a fat cat industrialist um, industrialist son was kidnapped. Um, there was a lot of the same verbiage in this note, mm-hmm. um, as was even in the note that was written in the particular movie. And then the note said, you are not the only fat cat around. Mm-hmm. And um, he also says that the note included other lines that were similar to dialogue from the films Dirty Harry and Speed. So it's a movie aficionado. A movie buff. Hmm. Who was that in the Benet? The dead. Ramsey family. I would say the dead. The movie buff? Oh, yeah. I don't know. But it just goes to show that like pop culture... You know, anyone who had seen these movies recently yeah. probably just had these mm-hmm. lines in their head to fresh and wrote them down. Yeah. Uh, in the movie Ransom, the kid is blindfolded the whole time. So he doesn't know mm. who it is. Uh, and at the end, I guess when he's found, like a guy comes over to talk to the family and stuff. Who was the guy that actually kidnapped the kid? And he hears his voice and he puts it together because he never saw him. He just heard him. And he pees his pants. Hmm. So it's like, I don't know. Who was it? Who was the actor? No, who was the guy who who kidnapped him? Somebody. Was it a family friend or a random person? Yeah, it was a, I think it was a random person. I'm not a big fan of detectives or cops or anything else. And I watch way too many of these crime things where all of them fuck shit up. So 
I, the whole... It's kind of easy to say you fucked that up after the fact. <laughs> no, but going into it, all they have to go on is, here's the ransom letter we found. Can't yeah, find when our they, When they were first called, they yeah. thought it was a kidnapping. Yeah. They didn't but, even... It wasn't even a murder at uh-huh. this point. But, like... I don't want, I don't even know how to go about this, but yes, you get in, okay, you get the letter from the parents who've definitely already touched it, but it should be sit down and stay by the phone. Don't move. They did. They Apparently told, the mom stayed by the phone until 10 o'clock because the ransom said they'll call between 8 and 10. Uh-huh. And so they took, it took so long, they think, to find her because they were waiting by the phone, hoping that something would happen and then nothing did. Yeah. And that's where this is a super botched police thing again. Because, sure, you have the parents sitting by the phone and one cop. By the time you get there and it's like, okay, this is serious, call for backup. Have everyone else check the premises. Keep the one cop by the parents and keep going. They didn't do that. They kept these two people there. No one was looking around the house. And then finally, after that time period passed, they tell the parents to go search the house. That's the next fucked up part. And then, yes, that's when you find the body. Uh, they found it on the staircase. I don't remember if it said if it was going up the stairs or down to the basement. She was going down the stairs. She was going down the stairs to the first floor. Where she found the note. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, for starters, December 26, 1996 was a Thursday. So Christmas occurred Wednesday. Right? If Boulder is anything like us here in Fort Lauderdale. You have the day off. No, the police <laughs> shifts start at 7, which means if you call 911 at 6 a.m., no detective is going to show up because no, they're all still in bed. So who's going to show up is a patrolman, especially if they were there within a few minutes. Those are the first two people. Yeah. A patrolman at the end of his 10-hour shift to investigate a murder. Well, not even a murder kidnapping. at this point, oh, a, kidnapping. a kidnapping. So I'm sure... Their mindset is just gather as much information as possible. Not, this is a potential crime scene where a murder occurred, like, don't touch anything type shit. I also question, what happened? Like, clearly the ransom note had a plan. What happened? Yeah, because so that plan went awry completely. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't... She wasn't unharmed by the time that they found her. They didn't call them when they said that they would. They found her already dead. Yep. Like, they said, don't call the police. So Mm -hmm, did they mm -hmm. find out that she called the police? And then were they still in the home? And then they killed her after they found out? Like, I don't know exactly what how that transpired. That note, I think, was the biggest piece that they should have looked at. And... I want to say the mom was involved. I don't know if she did it. And the only thing I can't find... But before I go into this, Lizzie, did you watch the the Netflix one? Or not Netflix. It was on... The Discovery Plus yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't okay. watch it, but I read an article um, about it. They say there was no issues in that relationship, but I think it's very plausible that she could have had someone else help her. Um, doesn't even have to be a sexual partner, but I still think, yes, the mom might have been involved, maybe not done it herself. I don't know if it was someone that's so random that got into this house. Like, I feel like it was not that random what's the motive because the only motive i can draw on the mom more believable than i'm super upset that you pissed yeah exactly because that doesn't make sense is former miss whatever miss West virginia that's what i was gonna say past your prime probably isn't the center of everyone's attention and now Mm -hmm. your six-year-old is winning all this shit Mm -hmm. 
maybe. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, I don't, I won't say she wasn't involved because I do think the one of the parents were involved and if any, it would be the mother, not the father. But I don't know if she really would have done it alone or been able to just in general, like sleeping next to her husband, having the other kid there. Like you guys said, not having a security system or knowing which windows would be open or which doors. Like, there could have been more than that. Yeah. Um, So my thought would be, yeah, something to that effect. And again, going back to the word victory and stuff like that, I was thinking the beauty pageants and maybe it's another pissed off parent or something that knew them that could have gotten in because they knew them like that. Um, So... Who was the Charo Vo runner-up 1995? Yeah, right. <laughs> Let's look that's into that. Let's check out them. her parents. Um, <laughs> it was a fucked up case, man. Uh, and I don't know if I have a solid conclusion either. I do think the mom seemed guilty in some way. Maybe, like I said, she didn't do it, but she might have known more than she let on. It just seemed too This weird. could just be a history of my arguing, but... Uh, the ransom note, at least towards the end, definitely sounds like it was written by a woman, a woman saying a John, woman John, John. Say I know. Fucking name. <laughs> I keep thinking that too. Damn. Because me and David fight in about the middle that all of an the time. argument. I'll just like stop saying my yeah. fucking name. And it makes I'm tired a lot of, of hearing my name. <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot there. <laughs> um, but this was a good one. I have a few coming up that are a lot like this. Now I'm excited. Oh jeez. I wish it was Halloween. Let's already. do it, man. Let's do it. Let's so I forgot. I did not want to do something this uh, depressing. Dark. No, not depressing. Dark. No, no, no. In depth, mm-hmm. because I was starting this at eleven o'clock last night. Oh, and I was like, <laughs> I want to do something like really easy because it's really late. But then I noticed that her birthday is August sixth, so uh, yes. her birth. She would have been thirty-one. So mm-hmm. R.I.P. Um, happy early birthday so mm-hmm. i thought it was fitting and this is the only one that really fit in this time frame so i had no choice but to do this one and i was up till really late doing it but i'm glad that i did i don't know i kind of like your shit now joe because i envision mm-hmm. you're at a halloween mm-hmm. party or halloween a christmas <laughs> party and of course your six-year-old is probably the talk of the mm-hmm. fucking town mm-hmm beauty. First of all, those beauty pageants are the most fucked up things in this entire fucking world. Like, it's so fucked. In this entire fucking world, Okay, Joe? maybe not. <laughs> With Nazis and... Jesus. Hey, the Nazis are gone, apparently. You'd rather go to a Nazi KKK Christmas party than a fucking beauty That's probably the people that are in the beauty pageants. Those fucking white people. That's my point. Um. Anyways. It's one of the most fucked up things in this country, probably, because I don't think they do it everywhere else. cops, apparently. Oh, yeah. Well, we won't get into that. That's the country. I mean, that's the world, though. But... It's it's borderline child abuse. You're putting your children through these things. And most of those moms, now we can watch the shows and see how crazy they were. Imagine before the shows, yeah. when they weren't being recorded every second of every day and making their children do things that they don't want to do. I mean, technically, everything you do can be seen as child abuse in a way, if that's the case. Because, I mean, Not she, she could have been into it. Yeah, right? but to what extent? And then, like I said, the other crazy parents that are now losing, that's where it's a little little interesting. All right, somebody did it. What? Fuck, this guy's a genius. Find out next week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) 
Lizzie, a fantastic job. Thank you. In depth, mm-hmm. like a like a documentarian. Uh, yes. Wow. Documentary. Oh boy. What was the name of the horse that Jim- ran? Jimothy. Jimothy. <laughs> Jimothy. Documentary at the horse. Uh, so yeah, great one there. I, I knew nothing. That's that's one of the really first times that we all came in knowing pretty much nothing, right? Like I would grade myself as an F minus on what I would know. Joe knew you knew the most yeah. out of the three of us, right? But what, what would how would you grade? Yeah, that? but only like recently. Like you didn't remember it from the nineties. You remembered it from the most recent document. You, got, you have to remember Jimothy Jock documentary. <laughs> <laughs> I might have, honestly, because like I said, I didn't think of who my father is, and it was oh, constantly true. like, if you don't lock the doors, this is going to happen, and that, that could have come up I'm surprised a your dad times. like didn't watch. Because it wasn't here, it. and I'm oh. sure he did, that's what I'm saying, is I'm sure we knew about it, um, but we Facebook had the people like the Rice Kid, I can't remember his name. Jay Rice. Stop saying the water's <laughs> yeah, um, I know who you're talking about. And then Ilion Gonzalez and all that other shit that was happening at that time too. So I think my focus was more on local shit. However, I know we heard about all of these things. Fucking Colorado had Columbine. <laughs> like there was Yeah, there was some fucked up shit happened in Colorado. Here's the sad reality. That's uh, why they legalized pot finally. December twenty sixth of nineteen ninety six, I had probably just gotten my Nintendo sixty four. <laughs> and if you would have told yeah. me a six year old beauty pageant was murdered, I would have been like, Yeah. But look, Double Dragons in 64 right now, so... <laughs> but check out, watch me throw Bowser by his tail. Yeah, seriously. Off of, uh, Ken Griffey Baseball. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Good good report. Good report, good topic. We learned some stuff. That's what I wanted us to do here, you know? Learn some stuff. Oh, this is Spend about learning? Spend some time together. Learn some stuff. I love learning. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <laughs> <laughs> all right well <laughs> that'll do it for my self-esteem and for the show this week uh we will be back next week no uh, we will be back at some point when i post this um i should get it out since it's august 6th is the birthday so we'll be back sometime soon with uh one of joe's reports uh and she's gonna do something terrifying um, maybe i don't know i have to go check what's up next okay maybe maybe it's terrifying maybe it's not i did learn something this podcast what'd you learn it's okay to interrupt someone as long as you apologize mm, for yeah, interrupting how lizzie them. did yeah because joe mm. didn't pop off on lizzie yeah welcome to the she fucking also, group right? i looked at oh you and we made eye contact yeah. and i thought to myself there it is mm. uh, I, I was just happy she joined the the trio of, of <laughs> The, the tradition of cutting Joe off on this uh, podcast. You did it again, just so you know. Look at the face that she's giving you right now. <laughs> I don't even hear her. <laughs> her He's her scared to look at me. <laughs> registers at a level that I just can't pick up anymore, so I don't know. Oh, my God. Joe, did That's you have something true. to say? Right now? No, fuck you guys. Um, Yeah, you could cut someone off nicely, but she also doesn't cut off to say something about fucking Jerry Rice like an idiot. (laughs) She fucking cuts off to give information that is crucial to the case that we are trying to discover. All right, Joe. Jerry Rice or or Randy Moss? Oh, my God. (laughs) That, like that. That. (laughs) 
follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Even though we don't post anything, we'll get back to posting shit uh, once we hire a new social media manager. Also, go to uh, patreon.com slash we the 90s to donate to nothing, really, just to keep the fucking lights on over here. Well, follow us on all those things. Come back next time for another exciting topic that takes you back to the greatest decade ever. The greatest decade after the 80s. Right? I mean, now, 90s Nineties are better than the fucking 2000s, right? Yeah. Why? But why are the 80s Because it was more instrumental. Hey. I mean, the, the 80s, 80s were... Like, the, 80s. the 80s, what? What would you say? The 80s have better music? The 80s no. were the true start of... Well, no, I guess it wasn't. <laughs> 90s were great. Stop. <laughs> Come back and join us for another great thing we talk about the 90s. Great stuff. Lock all your doors, regardless of how big your house is. Okay? <laughs> Go check. Do the fucking triple-double. Triple-double. Rudy, Rudy triple-double. Triple double. <laughs> oh, is it Rudy triple-double? or dub- yeah. Okay. No, it's the Rudy triple-double. Triple double. Okay, get it right. Yeah. The Rudy, Rudy triple-double. Triple double. Do a Rudy tri- triple-double. Check your, your IPID and your get your keys and all your stuff. All right? Lock those doors. Love Bye. you. Bye. Peace out.